I have a lot of shit to say, actually. Oh, he's coming up. I have strong. a lot of shit to say. And I've been, I think I've been good. I think I've been being good. You've been really great is the word for it. I think that a lot of, we're, I hate to say it. I hate to say it looking like this. We're a lot of you bitches blueprints. And that's fine. That's fine. Like, you want to put us on your mood board? Go ahead. Speak up. Tell the truth. Be honest. I'm sick of this shit. If one more gay, if one more podcast has another shockingly coincidental similarity to good children, I'm going to start swinging on site. I see these bitches in real life. I see these bitches in real life. That's the craziest part. You're seeing these losers in real life? Yeah, sometimes. No, if you started, I actually would love. No, I actually wouldn't love to see you swing and hit. Somebody. I would love to I swing. Would, I would never swing. You would never swing. The thing is, it's like you would still see these people in real life and be like, "Hey," and maybe, maybe this is a good sign for you to no longer say "Hey." Maybe you start the Real Housewives drama that you want. Well, maybe I will because I'm actually getting kind of sick of it. I just think that you know what. There's been a few girls out there who have come to us and said, you know, like we met with a production company and they actually like their entire deck was all you. It was how you do socials, how you shoot your podcast, how you do everything. And like the girls who said that weren't insignificant people in in the culture and the industry. So it's just like if you're going to put us on your damn mood board, pay the fuck up. I'm sick of it. It is a little bit of like where where's we need the credit. We need at this point we need the cash and the credit. I need well. I Why? Need, I need to pay off my I need credit. Some credit. Yeah, yeah I need it's a not loan. Looking good. It's really not looking good. I in a need lot a of ways. few loans. I couldn't take a loan because I would never pay it back. I yeah, would just you're right. if someone it would gave be me, loaned. If someone gave me a loan, I would have to leave the country. Like I, a loan shark. It's job well, creation because someone <laughs> would have to come find me. The loan's going to make you leave the country? I have to leave the country regardless because there's no way in hell I'm buying a home. Oh, I wasn't even talking about for a home. I was just talking about like on day to day. No, I was talking like, about loan. I was talking about I, – I brought up credit. I brought up credit. And I – I card, no cash, no, no credit. credit. That's us. No cash, no cr- no cash, low credit. No cash, low, low credit. credit. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. My credit score. We don't have to put the number. We don't have to <laughs> say the number. <laughs> I don't want to get into it, actually. I think it would be for the best if maybe we just pretend that that doesn't exist. Yeah. Which it doesn't in other fucking countries. And that's why we're fleeing. That's why we're moving to Croatia. Just like this. And just like this. Good children. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where hosts Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella reflect on our 23 years of friendship. Growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s, and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and mean, mean girls that go along with it. You kind of serve mean girl. And this um, is what I'm talking about, because there's two kinds of mean girls. There is your Regina Georges, and then there's your Katie Herons. And I think that what people fail to realize is just because you're a Katie Heron does not mean that you're not a mean girl. And would you say that I'm a Katie Heron? In many ways. How? Mathlete. Well, yes, I was a mathlete. Winner of the spring fling. You'd win something. I, the thing is about my spring fling, the thing is about the prom, I couldn't win because I was president. <laughs> I mean, okay, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> And you're just like, oh my god! And I would die, die for that cute little jacket at the end. The mathletes jacket, the, yeah, yeah, the varsity jacket. Yeah, Come you would, on, you kind of need one. I would wear that twenty four seven. You give me a jacket from anything, I'd wear it nonstop. 
you give you if anyone gives you anything, you're yes. like Dobby in Harry Potter. It's frees you. You you keep it with you for the rest of your life. For the rest of my life, milk if bar you give can Andrew give me a tote a, bag. Yeah. It, expect to see that tote bag for the next fifteen years until it rips. And I'll say something: my milk bar tote bag ripped. You're kidding. So I could never use it again. And I'll repurpose. I think that's okay. I think maybe that was for the best. You definitely used it. You I definitely like, used well, it. Well, I like to use things that I own. No, I know. It's wonderful. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying you definitely used it. I definitely saw it a lot. So I feel like you got its wear and tear done. And it tore. And it tore. <sighs> Anyways, I haven't been mean in a really long time. Have I ever been bullied? Yeah, I've been bullied. I've been bullied a lot of years of my life, actually. Yeah, I can imagine. You could imagine yeah, what it's like for me to be bullied. Yeah, it makes it just makes sense. I just don't even think that like you you can walk in these shoes. No, I couldn't. They're too wide. They're too feet. wide. They're too wide. So, what are we talking about this week? Today we're just talking mean girls in all of its forms, I would say. I would say we'll touch on movie, we'll touch on musical, we'll touch on our mean girl experiences in high school. And post-high school, because I don't really think that mean girls ever end. No, I think that mean girls aren't necessarily just a gender thing. I think we're all mean girls. I think we're all mean girls. And I think what I'm learning is that sometimes that's okay. And you learn from being a mean girl. And I really do think there are a lot of parallels between mean girls, things that were said in high school, and things that stuck with us that we have carried on until now. And go ahead and explain everything you just said to me, please. Well, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to the bullying and it comes to the things that have been said to me about this body, about this brain, about this this small, small little man. Yeah. Some of those statements, and those people know who they are. Yeah. She knows. That stuck with me forever. That's something that I'm still what did digging my... I hope you turn out straight. She I said, hope you turn out straight. straight. Eighth grade yearbook. I'll we can never get away. From... We could all only hope we turn out straight. Well, I mean, because being gay is morally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's something someone said to you you've never forgotten and you believe to be true to this day? Oh, that's a really that's a really great thing. Um, that I have boobies. <laughs> and let's get into it. And let's get into it. We're standing on the line. I'm waiting for my chicken patty. I can only assume. I don't remember getting a chicken patty in sixth grade. I guess there were some. There were chicken chicken patties patties. in sixth grade, for sure. I don't remember the cafeteria that we were in. Well, it was the sixth grade cafeteria. It was this. Was there a different cafeteria for the sixth grade? Well, there was sixth and seventh, and there was eighth across the way. But it was that one, right? Yes. So we were in the sixth. And they had a large painting of the food pyramid. Which was like... I didn't need to see a food pyramid at lunch. It was antagonizing. I didn't want to see carbs at the top. And that was ever. Michelle. That was Michelle. Michelle got her hands in that cafeteria. Michelle had a grip on that school. But then they changed the pyramid. Do you remember when they changed the food pyramid? It was like Dance Moms. It was changing it was, weekly. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> but they originally, originally it was a Dance mom style pyramid where like. The, t- the the best thing was at the bottom, I think. You yeah. wanted the most of that. And at the yeah. top was, like, refined sugars. Yeah. But then they switched it up. I feel like in, like, around middle school for us, again, I have a feeling that Miss Obama, the first lady, had something to do with this. It became, instead of pyramid style, it was, like, slices. 
down. You know what I'm talking about? I know. Ex- and once we switched to that, I said, fuck this. I'm going to eat the fucking Mr. See, Great Bar. I, I kind of liked the slice and slap. You felt less shamed. Yes, for sure. Because the thing is, when you're stacking, I don't want to feel like I'm stacking against anything. But, I don't want my veggies stacked against my carbs. But they fucked up in putting the sugar at the top because, to me, top of the pyramid, best place in the pyramid to be. Yeah. I was like, let's celebrate that. Yeah. A win for us. Yeah. I just felt like the slices were confusing to me, and I didn't really care. Well, I feel like you, you want you want the facts straight up. You want the uh, I, I'm a visual dog, and I liked the different colors in the slices. Oh, that's so sweet. So okay. here you are. You're so on I'm the si- lunch line. You're looking at those different colors in that slice. Yes. You're saying, I'll get the chicken patty and maybe a cup of ice cold green beans. Ab- absolutely. Sitting in water. Why were they always soaking wet? Sitting in water. Soaking wet. They were flavorless. Unseasoned. Un- unseasoned. Soaking wet in a, in a cup. Hey, they were giving yeah. you this much. They were not giving you a lot at all. And we were growing boys. And, and I'm still to this day growing. Yes. So... And that's okay. Yeah. Regardless of what the doctor has said about these bones being fused, I'm growing. You've never really told that story, but today's not the day. Today's not the day, and we'll get into it at some point. No, I'm waiting in line for my chicken patty. I'll never forget getting tapped on the shoulder. And the first time I had a counter with him, he asked me just straight up, are you gay? Yeah. Happened I think to me on the lunch line This well. is what – okay, we, we were talking about football because it was sixth grade, and I was on the football team. Who? We were talking – me and – we're talking about football and we're having conversations about football. And he was like, can I ask you a question? I was like, yeah. He was like, are you gay? I'm like, how did we get from football? <laughs> like, I just like, like, I'm sitting here talking about football. football. No, Vidi, I'm not gay. I play, I'm playing football. Idiot. So then I got my chicken patty and I really, I, that has stuck with me. And then there was another instance, the same thing, but you know what? I don't want to get mean. I don't want to get mean. Go ahead. But he wants to talk tit for tat. Because, no, like, it was tit for tit. It was, it was tit, tit for tit. tit. Yeah. He wants to say I have boobies. I wasn't going to look down at him and say, so do you. You didn't say that? I was thinking it. No, I didn't say that. I'm not, a, I'm not a mean person like that. You just derailed my entire day by telling me <laughs> I have boobies. The rest of your day, you're like, I have boobies. massive tits. And I will say ever since, ever since. Have you not seen me? I'm always You're squeezing. Groping yourself, yeah. But now for a good reason. I love to squeeze these. That's wonderful. Thank you. But that has stuck with me. I remember being on that lunch line, and I think I've told this story. And funny, funny enough, manifestation. A girl tapped me on the shoulder, and she said, Are you Australian? I was in sixth grade. I got an, Are you Australian on the lunch line? In retrospect, I wonder if she was going to say gay. But backed out. Who was this girl? A seventh grader. Never met her before in my entire this life. This is so crazy to me, Joe, because again, You've I've been making this it. claim for my whole life. I just felt like you were Australian. Well, my speech impediment lends oh. itself very well to the Australian accent, the dropping of the R's. Oh, so she was almost commenting on the speech. I think maybe I was just talking like this on the lunch line. <laughs> she said, are you Australian? If your speech impediment actually was just an accent, come on. Well, it was like a heavy Long Island slash Queens accent. I feel like as a kid, I sounded like I was straight up from Queens because of my parents. And then I feel like and- you were also watching The Nanny. Well, that was later. I'm talking like literally like infantile. Yes. Like, I was talking about, I was talking my hot chocolate. You know, like it was yep. crazy. Um... But she asked if I was Australian, and I said, no, not yet. 
Did that ever trigger you being at, like, did it trigger you? Everyone calling me Australian my whole life. Non-stop. Well, it was her, it was you. And that was the limit. But I never stopped. You never stopped. You've you've always been steadfast. Because I'll tell you something. And now that you've been in that country, you you, you look look Australian. I blend in very well with the Australians, yeah. Wow. She, that was codenamed for just your flat out gay. I think it was. I think she just panicked. Maybe she thought Australia was gay. Maybe. Maybe. And she just said, you know what? My word for gay is Australian. Australian. And sometimes Australian? Uh, these these people can some people can learn. Don't say gay, say Australian. Are, are you Australian? Yeah. It's and then we'll all way. know. We'll all know. It's like on Tumblr there was this like belief or like this set rule that if yeah. you ever saw a mutual, an umfi, mm-hmm. in real life, you would say, I like your shoelaces. And if they recognized that, then they would say, Thanks. I stole them from the president. We should have been bullying the kids on Tumblr even more than we were. Even more than we were. See, yeah, they, they, I mean, Tumblr, that's why I was never on Tumblr because that's why, because I didn't want to bully people. No, Joe, I wasn't on Tumblr because, first of all, it would have taken me, (laughs) it would have taken me a few weeks to figure out what was going on. www.tumbler. Absolutely. It's better than not even, sometimes it's just better not even to try. I understand. And and it's and, and honestly, did I miss it on culture? Yeah. Yeah, but I was always there. You were always, always there to there fill it in. To fill you in, yeah. Thank God. You're welcome. But I I never experienced mean girls on the internet. Oh, I did. What was the meanest encounter you had on the internet? On honestly? the internet? I don't know. I mean, they've all been pretty brutal. So But were you were you, did you ever find it easier to be the mean girl yourself? Well, it's the problem with this this entire world now is that we all think it's so easy to be mean online. I don't think I ever was also sending like a mean anonymous message. Like I was never a four string girl because Mm-mm. I my heart couldn't handle it. My mom wouldn't let me. Um, but with Tumblr, you had ask boxes and you could be anonymous. I don't think I was ever mean on an anonymous message. Growing up gay and fat, it's like if you had one more thing against you. You're it's three strikes you're out. Like, can you imagine? Like that was always the concern. It was like, yep. well, I can't add another thing to get bullied for. Gay, fat, wide feet, done. You're done. You're done. Gay, fat, large tonsils, done. Done. I mean, it's just like stack it up, stack it up, <laughs> add it up. What I was laughing about before too is that we have so far went through Michelle Obama and the food pyramid, and then we talked about Melania Trump's cyberbullying. We're talking about who pe- brought up Melania Trump. No, I'm just laughing at the causes that we're talking about. Has been the the past two first ladies. Well, look at that, and doesn't that say a lot about this country? And it has it Melania Trump dropping be best as an anti cyberbullying <laughs> campaign. Like the thing is, I do think we all no. need to try our best to be best. It really be it best. kills me. Be best. Be best. We should all be best. And that I is something that, that we would say on the podcast. <laughs> it's something you would flat out say. You would say, and you know what we need to be. be- Best. best. <laughs> a be best. Um, Holy hell. But yeah, I did watch Mean Girls 2004 recently, and we both saw Mean Girls, the movie, the musical. Yes. yes. The movie, the musical, the movie. Um, Which, it was my first time ever being introduced to the musical and the music. Yes. And I'm going to leave it there. I do think that I will not listen to most songs again. But they were great singers. They were fantastic singers. And I watched a snake eat a cow. I, I love can't... her. I love Angry Rice. I love her. I love her. I love her. I will stand. And this theme is also Australians today. 
I I don't care that like could the vocals have been best? Could the vocals have be, be best? best? Absolutely. Yes. Do I think that for the character of Katie Heron in a movie adaptation of a Broadway show, it made sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed her presence. Was she the star of the show? No. Certainly not. But I don't think that she was she supposed to well, be. Well, I mean, the original Mean Girls, it's all about it's all about Katie. I mean, the movie was marketed as Lindsay Lohan's movie featuring these other True. girls. The difference is this movie was marketed as Renee Rapp's movie. But I think it's because Regina has become such a big cultural icon for us that like it was made more sense to invest your casting in Renee versus Katie. And would you say it was Renee's movie? I mean, I think yes. we could all say that. Yes. Um, I think that that was clear. She was definitely the lead of the movie she versus was. Katie. But I really kind of enjoyed her singing. I didn't mind it. I, I think it was it was meant to again. It was meant to be that way. So I didn't even she was mellow. It. She was mellow. And I will say at the beginning, else was giving it a ten out of ten. So I was like, let's let's make. If she was also ten out of ten, I'd be exhausted. I was a little bit worried because I had no idea what to expect, and then that was the first song that I heard, and I was like. Oh, I'm in this for the next two hours. So this is going to be really interesting. Yeah. But it was and, good. And then it went, and then by the end, I was crying. I cried like seven times during that musical. And it's, why? Why? Because I also knew the plot of the movie. I was laughing at the same jokes, although they did do a good job of like sprinkling yes. in some new things. I was cracking up. I was crying. I was invested. I want to see it again. But it really did this time put it into perspective, like who we are in the context of Mean Girls. You know what I mean. Are you setting us up to talk about the fact that we're dressed as Janice and Damien? Because I, if you're listening to the podcast, you did not know yet. You didn't know that we were dressed up in costume. And I I mean, my costume is definitely not uh, tough. Joe just did sit here, I will say, for – this took you about sh- 10 minutes. Yeah. Which was really impressive to watch the Thank speed you. at which you did the hairstyling. Thank you. If you watch Mean Girls and your takeaway is not that the meanest girl in Mean Girls is Janice Ian, you are not watching the right movie. I'm sorry. Like, Regina George gets held accountable. Yep. Katie Heron gets held accountable. Yep. Janice Ian says, actually, I'm going to manipulate you into sabotaging and taking down my middle school best friend. Has her do insane things. And does Katie go along with it? Yes. yes. And still, Katie takes accountability, and also Katie is homeschooled, has yep. never interacted with kids her own age. Like she doesn't know what the morals and right and wrongs are of an American. And she's high getting school. attention. She's getting the things that people were saying to her. Like you can't even imagine sitting with them or being friends yes. with them or all these things. So once you get it, it's hard to leave that. And Janice sits there the whole movie and manipulates her, and manipulates Regina, and manipulates, causes such a domino effect of mm-hmm. so many people's lives. Then has the audacity. To say that Katie's the mean girl. And then she's like, are you done being an asshole to Katie? It is very self-centered and self-obsessed. No, Janice is the villain. I would say, like, regardless of, like, experiencing mean girls. Although, like, did you really... Were there people... I guess I'm sure in St. Anthony's there were mean girls. Well, I'll never forget this one girl who covered my back in post-it notes one time without me knowing... And, like, I forgot what the post-it notes said. No, Joe. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I'm in the cafeteria, scared. like, eating alone as I did every single day, like, freshman and some of sophomore year of high school, which we don't talk about that enough. I ate, I ate lunch alone every day my freshman year of high school, 
And when it was too embarrassing to bear that, like when it was too, because it was never like I was enjoying that, like I was mortified. And like if I didn't eat alone, I would sit next to someone else who was also Hello. clearly eating alone. Did you ever like spark up a combo? Well, yeah, though? we would talk to each other, but it wasn't like a friend. Like it was like, and I always saw myself as not deserving of being at the, like, yeah. I was always like, I'm not supposed to be back here. Like maybe this person is, but I'm definitely like too cool to be sitting alone at the back of the cafeteria. But were you thinking to yourself, like, I don't need to be here. Like, what was your mindset when you were sitting alone? Like, I have no friends? Or was yes. it like, I just, okay. I was wondering was, if you were like, it doesn't matter anyway. Like, no, 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 I wish. No, it was really oh. dark and depressing. It was really, really, really bad. Oh, see, like, this is, these are the, these are the things that I lack in a way that, like, you never really would say those things to No, because how could I ever confess to anyone that I was eating alone in the cafeteria? Oh, you know, like, that's, geez. that was such a deep shame. Um... Yeah, I just remember doing that. And again, if I couldn't bear to sit alone, I would sit in the in the, in the library, and like read the Hunger Games and eat my lunch. You weren't alone or skip in those lunch. situations. I was with Suzanne Collins. You were with Susie. <laughs> yeah, and Susie was with you. Yeah, you're right. So when you think about that, so that also I think kind of explains why I had such an affinity for like those books and Harry Potter. Like those were my friends. And then you're also and also the internet. It's like you got to, you got, you left school and you got on the computer. Well, I would go to the it. library and just go on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, like that was like the goal because I literally had no friends. What was the point of this? Oh, so so. <laughs> I'm so, just like letting I'm letting you continue like to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um so I remember this girl I remember freshman year I was sitting alone and she like called me over to her table and this is the thing when you are a friendless loser people think that you are an idiot mm -hmm. and also don't I think that you're like so socially awkward that you don't recognize what's happening. Mm -hmm. So like this girl thought I was like a dumb play thing that she could make fun of and in my head, again, I was like, I'm royal. Yep. I was like, I am destined for greatness. So I knew what was happening. And she was like, come over here. I want to take a picture with you. And it was like that level of bullying where like taking a picture with me would have been the gag of the joke. And I was like, why would I ever in my life, Christina, take a picture with you? And I sat back down. I'm kind of stunned at that. Joke. Yeah. The fact that you wanted to take a picture with because you. Because she would have her friends and made fun of it. Yeah. Be like, look at this freak yeah. or whatever. Good for you. She followed me on Instagram recently. She listens to the pod. Isn't that funny? It is. It's funny how um, they all circle back. I'm sure. Next. Followed me as well. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Yeah, that'd be on LinkedIn. Well, absolutely. They all come back. And you know what the thing about. <laughs> <laughs> I think we explained this story before. But bat? Bat. We've never talked about bat. Oh, okay. Like, let, let's get into bat really quick. <laughs> because I think that this is where... This, this is, is where we... This is 20s. Oh, this is 20. So maybe we can... No, go ahead. Okay. I, we're now, now we're just going into like the bullying. We're going maybe. into the Mean Girls. So this is already at a time where we're, we're um, camp counselors. And being around kids, they say anything. So, like, I already knew I was fat because they were telling me I was fat nonstop. And I was like, okay, that's so the cute. That's whatever. That's so sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> That's so queet. That's, so That's cool. a new word. Yeah. Cute and sweet. Stop queet. trying to make queet happen. We're taking a picture. I'm wearing about two constrictive tanks. Yeah, it was summer count. A shirt. And then it was, I think, raining. Yeah. But I don't even think it was drizzling any longer. But I kept that rain jacket the hell on. Yeah. Because I was zipped up. And you we and... Miss girl, me and Miss girl together. Yeah, we take the picture together, and she looks at it, and she's like, 
oh my god what did she say she was like i don't like it or something and you were like wait i like it and she went why you look bat in this picture you look bat in this picture you look bat bat and then everyone was like what the fuck oh my god did you just say he looks fat in this picture and she goes she goes no i didn't say he looks fat i said he looks bad 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 i'm like you're not saying bad <laughs> you would say bad how does that how does that sound like bat you said fat i was actually you were really mad i was really upset because understandably so yeah it was definitely at my baddest i was peak bat and again, it's not even about that. It's the fact that you're wearing two constrictive tank tops to summer camp. Like, you are at, you're mentally worse yes. when it comes to body. And it also was like... And to the, have someone acknowledge it was always just the worst. And when, and when it was your friend. Okay. All right. Let's swing. Let's start swinging. I think I stooped low with the comeback that I had for her. But in that moment, it's like, if you're going to go low... Yeah, I'm going to go I'm low. I'm sorry. I'm staying low. Yeah. And, like, I understand that I should be going high, but I, I'm I'm going to hit you in the kneecaps. When they go low, you go high. Like, fuck no. When they go low, dig yourself a trench and get as low as humanly possible. I'm so tired of everyone having to be the bigger person. Get worse. Obviously, you can find – you can resolve it. Yeah. But why can they get the dig and you That's can't get anything? I have to be the one that says, you know what? You did just call me bat, but I'll take it. I'll take it. No. So I, I dragged her. I dragged her a little bit, but – Anyways. Did you ever have any rumors and nastiness spread about you? No, I actually, that was the one thing. At least I wasn't really caught up in the rumors. No one really, like, made false claims about me. Because besides they were the all ga- true. Because they were all true. I mean, like, you were not, you weren't spreading lies about me being fat. Like, that was just right. to the visible eye. The only thing that wasn't visible. It was, well. No, go ahead. Well, go ahead and say your, finish your thought. Well, the only thing that wasn't visible was that I was, um, I had, you know, an interest in men. Yeah, that was invisible. It was it was invisible. It, it's because again, I was I was twerking, I was kicking, I was doing whatever you were, it took. I just Andrew, you attention. were deep throwing water bottles at the cafeteria. I wouldn't let like the like. It was because that was a skill. There's a difference between that. Like people want to like come for me with that. Like I can't believe they was sucking water bottles at the table, like slurping and sucking them. Like yeah, of course I was slurping and sucking them because that was a skill. And still to this day, it serves me very well, and it was a skill. So if you're going to spread rumors about me because of things that I can I can do, they're jealous. They're jealous. Like they're I want to see you suck a water bottle. I'll never forget one time, and I'm going to say names again. We'll bleep all this. I remember sixth or seventh grade. I feel like it was seventh grade. I was in art, and I was in art with and mm-hmm. and. We were kind of keying. We were kind of... It was sixth grade. We were kind of girling out. Like, I was kind of like, these could be my friends. And then one day you said to me when I said that, you were like, you don't want to hear the things that is about you. And how do you think that made me feel? That sent me straight to the last table in the cafeteria. You should have slapped me straight in the face. No, you did not say it in a mean way. My point is that you were like, don't be friends with that person. Oh, Then you went and you stayed friends with him, so... I was, like, traveling with them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm happy that I looked out for you in that way. I'm also happy I probably didn't say what they were saying, but I can only imagine the things that they said were that you were gay. Gay and fat. I don't even think that they would... uh, Gay and bad. I would say that... It probably was a, a heavier focus on the gayness, which 
it still didn't even cross my mind that I would be gay. That you would be gay. It literally was group psychosis that we stayed in the closet as long as we did. Like, there's no other explanation for why we, at our peak gayness, just could not look at each other and recognize the faggotry that was happening. And it's like, what's even more fucked up to what I think about it is like, I had an army of people defending me. Yes. I, I had, had people, people yes ending the shit out of defending you. They had to act for their lives. It was they were improv like, class. And just because, and literally just because, he wears a wig. He does a high kick. He throws it back. He wears his salmon shorts he's and his little boat shoes. He's deep throating a Dasani. He's deep throating a Dasani. And sometimes a smart water and they're longer and thicker. You couldn't get that in your throat. At least half. I'm sorry. We're gonna get a smart water after this. So we're gonna... I can do it. I can probably do it to. I mean, that's not. That's not this? even impressive. Yeah, Joe. What do you mean? Go ahead. It's because it's tin, and like, there's a difference between tin and plastic because plastic's a little bit more malleable than tin. But like, my teeth were hitting it. But you got the. I got the job. Speaking of jobs, do you make <laughs> <laughs> one? <laughs> I am never getting a job again. Like, I actually am never going to get a job again. And I really have been thinking about this a lot lately. It's like, I think the owners of my the fitness, the session that watch this as well, as they should. And I love you guys. I love you guys. And I'm so, so happy that you continue to support me in my endeavors. And, like, I really, I appreciate the kindness. We have to throw up. Um, no, but oh no one God. ever spread rumors or anything about me. At, besides me being, at least to my knowledge, I would love people to come forward. And you say, know what? I want an anonymous forum. I'm going to say if there were ever rumors. Form spring. What? I'm going to take it to form spring. Yeah. Ask FM. And it would, I think that would be Did my... you have a form spring or an ask no. FM? No. Because we knew, we knew what the the question would be. Joe, I, that was the, that was one of the, like, I would never. And we get asked pretty often from people, like, talk about form spring, talk about ask FM. I'm like, we literally were not strong enough for something like that. Like, we had no, we had we were fighting within an inch of our lives yes. every single day. Yes. Do you think we would put ourselves on the ledge like that? No. To be Can judged. You imagine? To be... No, I, Joe, I can't imagine. That's why I barely put myself on the internet. That's why, like, the, the, the you Farmville. You barely mo- put yourself on the internet for an right. hour minimum, two hours minimum a week. You are shoving your Ramate cans oh, down your Oh, I'm throat. talking about back then. Oh. No, now I'm shoving. I was like, what do you mean? I'm sucking on camera. Yeah. You can tell, people can tell me that. I, I mean, I don't have an OnlyFans, but this is basically like, I, this is the closest thing. This I'm is the closest get. thing you've gotten so far. And it's, I mean, at this point, I open the doors. The floodgates are, the floodgates are open. But no, back then, I would, I would. And if I put myself on the internet, it would be a it would be a curated version of myself that I wanted people to see. And it there was always, Joe, the pictures that you sent in the group chat this week of you, no of you, the smile. Oh my god, Tumblr prom, Tumblr prom, Tumblr prom. And I know <laughs> I've seen those photos before, and I know I've seen photos of you during this time, but it just it just sent me nothing screams. suicide more yeah than looking at pictures of me attending tumblr prom you can see that that line person in crisis tumblr prom itself tumblr prom put those two words together say it out loud 
Take one second, everyone, and just even mouth it. Tumblr prom. Now, if that doesn't send you into a tailspin, I don't know what will. If you did not feel a chill down your spine saying it, I want you to imagine a group. I mean, hundreds, if not that. I'm sure thousands, if not hundreds, tens of thousands of of teenagers. And I'm sure a lot of 20-year-olds, because I was talking to a lot of mid-20s people when I was 16 years old on the internet, were attending Tumblr prom. Which I've talked about before, but just to just to give you the full gist, was it an event? No. Was it a place you went? No. Was it even more than an idea? Absolutely not. And yet, for one day, all of the social rejects on the internet put on their formal wear and their Sunday best and attended Tumblr prom by taking a picture of themselves in a suit or or a dress or whatever else, whatever non-binary piece of clothing you could find and posting it to Tumblr and having a date. You had a date to prom. So you're, so, so it's like you took a picture with your date. Well, I took a picture with myself. My date posted her pictures oh, and it was like we like reblogged it. It's just like sometimes, and I don't even want to be like, did you deserve some of the things? The bullying? No. Well, yeah. But, well, well, but it was kinda. sweet. It was sweet. Like those pictures, though. I you look at these pictures. Of no, me. I don't want to see them. Ever They're again. <laughs> taken on my DSLR, and I'm wearing a clip-on bow tie. You're fathering. I'm f- I am I'm being a little bit of I'm kind of a little mitt in yeah. it in many ways. Yeah. yeah. And I am smiling. And the smile slowly fades throughout the images to something that you can only describe as deep depression, deep ennui, deep questioning of what was I made for. It just really puts into perspective that time period, I, I know. think. But and what I just feel like I turned it around. Like I feel like right after that, I like discovered like what hipsters were. Yes, and I said, "Let me pivot." Yeah, you that I think that you never let yourself get too, too, too dark without pivoting. Well, it got pretty dark. Yes, it got fairly dark. But then the pivot came around fast. Imagine how insecure I was in high school. Like, and then once you start projecting that insecurity. It gets hard to stop. It gets hard and to stop. I, I mean, yeah. The, I do think that the, the meanest people, the meanest people in high school, the bullies in high school are always the people who are so deeply insecure. Well, yes. But you weren't you weren't a bully in high school. No, but I wasn't necessarily like a sweetie pie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there are some people who probably still don't like me from like after like like senior year. I feel like I came into my own in a bit. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't necessarily the kindest soul. Crazy that you can like the last time that you saw somebody, whether that was high school, middle school, college, whatever, you hold them to that standard. Well, I I personally don't. I like I know I was saying a lot of things about I assume both of them have changed. Oh. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and I would say the same thing about Yeah. I would hope I would I think hope. that we're all doing our best in high school. We're all we're all growing apart from each other but we're growing in a in a beautiful way i hope that's stunning I, what I do you mean hope. by that 
I mean that like, well, since, since being told that I hope I turn out straight, she's mothered two children. And you know what? One of them is turning out gay. And what do you mean? I just, I just, I, I'm an energy. I feel it. I feel like one of her sons. Are you making that crazy assumption based off someone's social media that one of their kids is gay? I haven't even seen what he looks like. I just feel it. And I think, and I think that it's going to teach her a really hard lesson. I pray that no gay child is the lesson, the hard lesson for their parent. I pray for that. Well, same, same. But sometimes with people who are very close minded, like her. To, to spring it back to Mean Girls, the 2004 film, for mm-hmm. a second, I was wondering this the other day, and I haven't really put my finger on where I actually land with where I with my wonderings. Um, where What would Regina George be like now, 20 years later? Like, 37 years old, 38 years old. I don't really know who Regina George turns out to be. I don't see her, like, mothering her own children yeah no i would say that she her own what children <laughs> i almost want her to be non-corporate you know sure why i just feel like i just feel well i guess she would be it is a different time period from 2004 to now do you think she'll be a teacher maybe she's a teacher what? She's a content creator. <laughs> She's a content creator. Do you think She's that's Mormon. her vibe? She's Mormon? Is that what you said? I could see her being Mormon. I could see her on Real Housewives. That's what That's what I was thinking. I'm like, if she stays, but... She's kind of like a Ramona singer. Yeah. But Regina like kind of like ended sweet. Right? Yeah, but how sweet? Like, it, she ended sweet because she was on like Valium in a neck brace at the end of high school. Whoa. <laughs> that's kind of crazy that's kind of crazy that we kind of have the same journey <laughs> okay um, are people thinking that like oh Andrew ended so sweet in high school because he was on Valium <laughs> and in that grace <laughs> it's weirdly like not obvious no at all I think Katie would be a teacher Katie okay let's go through it Katie, Katie would end up teacher. a teacher like the new Mrs. Norbury she would. She'd be the coach of mathletes. Because it's also like she like moved here from Africa. She, Her mom's like, a professor. Yeah. Like they're in the education field. Like. Yeah. So Katie, teacher. Karen, housewife in Salt Lake City. Um, Gretchen. Gretchen. Stay-at-home mom. Stay-at-home mom. PTA press. Yes. But stay-at-home mom with an at-home business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yes, I mean? She yeah. definitely is. She's well, she's still probably managing the toaster strudel business. She probably is. She's know? probably fine. Yes. Oh, she's certainly doing great. Yes. But I do think that, like, she is somebody who has a lot of money. And I hate to keep bringing it up just to Salt Lake City um, <sighs> Housewives. She's but... Lisa Barlow to you. Uh, you're kind of right. Gretchen Wieners kind of is Lisa Barlow. There's... Honestly, Regina is kind of, and if we're going to go for it, she is kind of Heather Gay. Because I could see Regina having a later in life come to Jesus moment about yeah. her life and being like, this is not what I want. That's why I just don't think she stays wretched. I don't think that she stays on the path that she was on. I think, yeah, I think that she makes a, a, a quick pivot hmm. later on in life. It's funny how it all can come back to the Salt Lake City girls. It always does. It always it does. It always does. Damien moves Married. to a major city. 
married with a husband and they have three kids. Yeah. Janice lives in like Portland. Yep. Cool. Cool. I think Janice is like neoliberal. Mm -hmm. I think that she's like bordering on turfy is the vibe I get from Janice. Really? Yeah. Okay. I can see that. No, she's single. She's single with dogs. You think? Yes, 100%. I I, I think she's almost divorced. Oh, you think so? I think she got gay married the moment it was legal, and then I think she got a divorce. You're so... I can see the picture in my head. Yes. Hands up, holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To someone who she was really mean to the whole time. Four years later, it's over. And that girl, the girl that she got married to, is now so happy. In love. So happy. In love, married to a man. And that's the crazy thing. And she will harbor that forever. And she, like, the girl, her ex-wife and her ex-wife's new husband, like do like camping trips and they have like an Instagram account and Janice is like still looking at obviously Janice has and a she's fake like, account like she became such a fucking normie yeah she you know who you know what the fucking account she's using to check it out is her huskies page because you know she has a husky you know yeah you know. I see it I see it and I feel like she reaches out to Damien sometimes and Damien's like oh my god girl like we should catch up next time you're in town and they like don't catch never up. catch up yeah. they never catch up but they stay in touch and he's like you know what was crazy like I just came out in high school and she was saying I was too gay to function I think Katie and Damien say friends and because honestly, they're both living in the same town still I know this could be crazy but I think that Regina comes back into their lives later on the road when she Heather gaze it I don't see that for Regina you don't George. think you don't think she would reach out and be like she would be trying to right the wrongs she's done maybe and her spiritual and healing journey you think she's going spiritual you think she's really you really are sticking with Whitney Rose <sighs> I just feel like it doesn't have to even be Whitney in that case but I do think that like she went on a path of being like who why was I a monster why did I do that? She to definitely people? went to therapy. She definitely went and to therapy. And she was therapy. like, I, yeah, it was because I was raised really wealthy with a mother who, who was like, was, yeah. You know? And like, it is that's crazy. all I knew. I do think in the musical movie, they give such a better reasoning for why Regina is like that. Like, the, like Billy, Busy Phillips, like playing her mom. Like, yes. It's so clear that there's problems at home. And mm-hmm. like, the original movie doesn't really reflect that as well. No. I was like, whoa, like, her life kind of sucks at home, mm-hmm. which was interesting. I appreciated that. Because it really puts them in context. It's yeah. like, okay, I needed that background information to understand who they are as a person. But, yeah, I could see her definitely getting getting help. And maybe maybe she's, like, a social worker. Mm, a social worker. You know what I mean? Yes. She's like, I I dealt with a lot of shit in my teenage years and like did not respond to it correctly and like I want to help other other kids out. Wait, I'm really hoping that for Regina. Wouldn't that be sweet? What about Aaron Samuels? Where do you think he's Gay. at? Gay. I think Jonathan Bennett is I think it's a, a yeah, hosting portrayal. Cupcake Wars. Hosting Cupcake Wars. And gay. Like Done. a million percent. That's Aaron Samuels. Yeah. All junior girls report to the gymnasium immediately. I feel like so millennial having all these quotes ready to go, but I did watch this movie three days ago, and it's the most prolific comedy of all time. It, I think it's the most important comedy of all time. And I will say the one that I like really held on to, obviously, was um, it's not my fault. I have a heavy flow to the wide set of vagina. Course, very I you. was it was very me, and I was saying that nonstop. 
And then I would be like, what's a heavy flow? Hi, Joe and Andrew. This is Abby. I was just wondering what y'all's sleep routine looks like. Like, what are your steps to get yourself ready to go to sleep? Hi, Abby. Hi, Abby. What's your sleep routine? My sleep routine? Let me walk you through it. Um, it changed. It it always changes, if I'm being completely honest. Well, lately, I've been getting into my skincare routine before going to bed and brushing my teeth. Mm-hmm. Which should right off the bat be everything that you're doing to get to sleep. Especially brushing your teeth. But I am – I always brush at night. You just I'm said just lately, a lazy – Lately, you've been getting into brushing your teeth at night is what you said about seven seconds ago. <laughs> but I understand. I'm a lazy person. I'm a lazy person. I'm a lazy person. And I'm trying to change that. And I'm trying to take care of myself and my body as I go forward. And I think that's a perfect way to get your best sleep going forward. So I do my face, I wash my face, and then honestly, I try lately not to be on my phone. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb at 9 p.m. And I try not to be on my phone before I go to bed because I – You watching some TV? Well, yeah. I, I choose a different vice. No, it's such a better vice. It's such a better it's vice. It's such a better vice. I've been putting on my TV. I've been lounging a bit. And then I just close my eyes. What? Yeah, well, that's definitely a part of my sleep yeah, routine. It's, yeah. it's definitely, <laughs> I I BTM, and like you can think about that yeah. the way that you want to think about that's that. Nice to say, right? Would you yeah. say that? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's really my sleep routine. I put on and I sleep naked because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so no reason given. <laughs> Because I have to. Because I have to. Because it's you sweat. Because I sweat, and yeah. we have to keep the apartment on. Not anymore. Degrees. I have a space heater. Okay. Yeah. So I've used to never really have an issue sleeping. It was always pretty simple. But I have now. I have a few things I must accomplish in order to go to bed. Um, I usually scroll on my like laptop for a while. Mm. I love laptop in bedtime i'm not a big phone in bedtime i just kind of am like it's just not as accessible like i need to be able to like plop and type Mm -hmm. i'm usually btming yep right from there i pop a melatonin immediately after btm i pop melatonin the moment that melatonin is popped right into the shower i bring my toothbrush into the shower because i'm lazy i have my face wash in the shower because i'm lazy so in the shower, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm washing my face. I'm showering. I get out of the shower. You know what I've been doing lately because I'm so hairy is blow drying my entire body dry because it's also so cold. So I, I blow dry my chest hair, my armpits, everything below, dry it all off. You're blowing yourself. I'm in blowing the... myself. I'm blowing my hole. That's like, that's so amazing. I'm so jealous that you've been blowing a hole in the I'm sure you'll do, I'm sure you'll do it now. It's well, really yeah, nice. I mean, if you're blowing, I'm blowing. <laughs> It's such a, I mean, like, you have body, like, my armpits are so hairy, like, it's, like, I stay wet, and then it's cold, so yeah, yeah, I'm gonna obviously blow dry, so I blow dry my entire body, I do my skincare routine. Do you, like, moisturize body? I do moisturize body when I get back into my room, or, I mean, Mm. what you should do is moisturize when you're still a little bit wet, so, I mean, take it or leave it, but I've been blowing and then dry, and then moisturizing. Um. And then I'm once I'm done moisturizing, my face is more, I'm like all wet and slimy now. Yeah. You're slippery. I, I sip my water. Oh. I fill up my canopy humidifier, my bedside humidifier. Yep. Fill that up right next to my face at night. Um, keeps you hydrated. I 
turn on my space heater and or my fan, depending on the time of year. I turn off my lights. I tuck myself into bed. I plug in my phone. I make sure my alarms are mm-hmm. set. I open up YouTube. Easy. 25 oh. best foods to eat in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. 15 things you didn't know about the Salem Witch Trials. Something like that. By number three, I'm out. That's actually I wake up really like that's gorgeous. <gasps> and <laughs> it's on number 17. And I turn off everything and I go That's to a sleep. gorgeous night routine. I forgot to say that I also have a fan. And it has to be on full blast. Yeah. And I don't give... Like, sometimes I'm turning it in the middle of the night to face me because I'm hot. But mostly I just need it on. Yeah. Wow. I've taken a few things from your night routine. Uh-huh. That I think that I'll start thinking about incorporating into my Yeah, mind. I'm sure. And it, definitely the blow. Yeah. I want to blow. Everyone should be blowing. Everyone... It should be a nightly blow. I think I also have realized that, like, I haven't moisturized my body once. And before I also I go to bed, I throw every single pillow off my bed besides one. Oh, see, I... I throw the blanket off. I'm like, if anything is on my bed besides my comforter and my one pillow, I'm freaking out. What blanket? The weighted blanket. Oh. It can't be on my bed. I'm like, that's weighing me Why down. Why do you have any of those things? Because I like, I like to, like, lounge with my weighted blanket. Oh, I think that, it. like, in my times of stress and anxiety, I throw that on my body yeah. and I watch a little something... But at night, I'm like, I need one sheet, one comforter, one pillow. Wow. That's See, it. See, I have gotten to the point where, like, I, more is more. I've always been a pillow princess. And I'm also a plushy princess. I'm getting so, – all I want is stuffed animals all the time now. I love them. I'm back. I kind of, like – It's a healing inner child for me. Like, I used to – you know I love this stuffed animal. I mean, Webkins. But – you're definitely loving stuffed animals lately. And my penguin that I got in the first day of sixth grade. Oh, I did recognize that when I was sleeping in your bed. Oh, yeah. For two weeks. <laughs> um, well, I'm kind of hungry. I'm, Joe, I'm starving and I need something to, to drink. <laughs> Good children, children to, to the, the cafeteria. cafeteria. Phallic. What the hell is that? I'm really scared. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was. How Every- often are you using that ring light and tripod? Just consider it like I'm like basically reserving a lot of videos and saving them oh, for like. You're making an archive. Yeah, I'm making an archive, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, today we have um, some cannolis from Fortunato's Bakery in brooklyn i will be honest i didn't have a treat i didn't have a treat but i did get two pinoli cookies and the intention was to put them in a separate bag so i could just pop a few in my mouth oh i don't have to have one of those no i want you now that they're in the box like i i was actually so upset when she gave me one box because i was like all i want right now i'm low in sugar yeah, you can tell i didn't want to say it but you look beat red <laughs> well i'm beat for sure in multiple ways but in this box, I need to let you know, first of all, Fortunato's, I think, rivals some of the best cannolis I've had, which is from Bova's in Boston. But today, but today something happened, I feel, as if though with the... Well, I, I don't like this. Yeah, that's the pistachio cannoli. I've never seen a cannoli look like that in my life. Oh, wow. Wow, it has oh, a curvature. Oh, oh, it has... It's curved like... Oh. <laughs> that's... That well, hits the spot, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and it does, I'm sure. So, do we want to like? How do you want to do this? I think I would break it in half. I'll oh. take the curve. So I'll just, I'll just like snap it. You don't want to do that. You want to take bites instead. No, I think that maybe. Oh my! Oh! 
Oh, shoot. My fingers just went right through. I'm going to eat this piece. did you wash your hands? That's, yeah. that's not Let's not ask that question. Why well, you gave it like, the, the bigger piece? Yeah, I gave, I gave myself the curved slice. So the shell is covered in white chocolate. Yeah, which too sweet. We don't need that. Too sweet, but the crunch is amazing. Mm -hmm. The cream, the pistachio cream, though, is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. And don't get me started on a maraschino. A maraschino. I would actually like to get you started on a maraschino. What, what would you say? What would I say about a maraschino, Terry? I would say that they are... <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Next is the regular cannoli because I want the cannoli in its purest form anytime I'm going to try it. Oh, that was easy. Well, that was amazing. Stuffed, but not like super stuffed, which I kind of appreciate, I guess. Listen, shell is fresh. Shell is very fresh. Think about a pinoli cookie. If you've never had a pinoli cookie before, I think that you need to really dig deep. Who hasn't had a pinoli? Joe. Lots of people. No. <gasps> That's what you fucking need. The perfect chew. The texture is insane. It's next level. And you're in it for the texture with something like that. Oh my god. Pine nuts very expensive, I'll tell you that. You're kidding. You can't you won't catch me find making pesto very expensive. How expensive is a pine nut? Is there like a supply chain shortage? Tell me how expensive pine nuts are. I, no. I feel so as if pine nuts. I next. feel as if though last time I looked at pine nuts in the store, let's compare them to other nut. Other nuts. Because there's a nut. Twelve dollars a box. A little thing. Twelve dollars. That's a lot for a nut. For a pine nut. Maybe for a nut would get those nuts, but not me. You don't you don't nut? I I keep nutting. It's just like I really I regret what I did in this episode sucking the can. Yeah, you suck a can, you keep I, nutting. I keep nutting and I just like Someone I can't sleep at night. I can't sleep at night. But I'm happy everybody's enjoying. Why, why did we frame this this weird? Yeah, it's a little like, bit bizarre. Why wasn't it like this? No, we were definitely like s screaming because it was so far. Mmm, that was so good. Oh, it gave me the energy that I needed. And now it's time to say goodbye. Do you want to say something mean to me before we end? Andrew? I'm I can't think of one thing. I just think you're so perfect and amazing. Thank you, Joe. And I'm I'm really like I'm so grateful that you're sitting across from me every single week. I love to look into your eyes and like love to look at your blown body and like your my what your blown body my what your blown body. <laughs> I thought you said balone as in baloney, <laughs> and I was gonna actually reach across this fucking microphone and kill you. It's my bat moment. I'm like, oh, you're like kind of like you have a really cute like you look really baloney. Today. <laughs> Anyways, no, I I can't be mean to you, and I think that's what we've learned is like I'm not gonna take my insecurities out on you. I'm not gonna take my insecurities out on other people, and I'm gonna choose kindness. And if you're a podcaster lifting every single theme and format from us, you're on the burn book. <laughs> we definitely, you definitely came in hot. <laughs> Don't forget to do your homework. And honestly, this week there's extra credit. You know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Tap that damn bell on but, YouTube. Yeah, Goodbye. come on. Come, come on, Divas. What's going on? What's going on? Spread the word to your friends. Again, we've said this before. We'll say it again. Your extra credit assignment. Send this to 25 friends. 25. 
Because you think about this. We know how many listeners that we have an episode. If you were to times that by 25... We would be a Spotify exclusive podcast. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Like, it's... you. I know you know 25 people. And even if it was your, your second aunt, who honestly doesn't like the gays... This could be a great... This could be it. This... Send this to your homophobic relative. That is a great point. Right? Yeah. Come on. I think that they could, like, play Proof this in churches. Right. They could play us on uh, church projectors. You're obsessed with church lately. It's freaking me out. I was thinking this. You're going to convert to Mormonism? Well, when we were passing by the church on the way back on the train, I was like, when's the last time I was in church? Me, I was, I was at a chapel on Saturday. You always have to one-up me when it comes to the church. <laughs> um, and you know where to find us. Across all platforms at Good Children Pod. I'm on Instagram at Joe Hedges. And I'm on TikTok at Be Quiet Joe. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Muscarella. And I'm on TikTok at Andrew underscore Musky. Are you? I was about to say, I'm on TikTok at Be Quiet Joe. <laughs> at Good Children Pod. At Good Children we were Pod. both on TikTok at Good Children Pod, if we're being honest. Yes. So we'll see you on Friday for a brand new Patreon. And we'll see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. My name is Regina George, and I am a massive deal. That's all we know. I want to watch the world burn! Why weren't you in this production? Because you said to me one time I was a bad singer in about the seventh grade, and it's something you said to me in middle school that I've never forgotten. And Joe, like I, I take that back. Like obviously, I, I'm so sorry that I like I said that because I was insecure about your voice, and I projected that onto you. <sighs> now I feel horrible. No, I made it up. I didn't make it up. I'm not gonna lie to make you feel better. I said that to you. I mean, listen. If we were to do a... I'm using my hand. If we were going to do... You're shaking. <laughs> Heather, you're about to start crying. I'm shaking. If we were to do a scale, yeah. it's like this. So it don't probably worry was about like, it. it was in a fit. It was You were probably fit. backed against a wall. Yeah. <laughs>